welcome to Bladcast 140. I'm your host, Darth Blatt, on Twitter at KirstenDMZ, joined as always by Agent Starling at WillSterling underscore, Captain EO on the other side of the glass on Twitter at Jeff DeRay, and what's this? Not on assignment our pal Coltrane on Twitter at Coltrane Leaks with 14.5 thousand followers. Wow. Welcome back to the Blackcast Coltrane Leaks. Yeah, and I don't even remember the last time I uh, tweeted. Uh, it's been a little while. I, I was looking recently, but it, it was it was like links to other things. Uh, also, I want to let everybody know, always you can go to blackcast.com, follow us on Twitter at Blackcast, B-L-A-D-T-C-S-T. That's on the Twitter, and you can like us on Facebook, The Blackcast. And we start with an area of conversation that people are probably very interested in hearing us talk about. Coltrane. Yes. You've been out on assignment for the last several episodes. What was your assignment, and what have you learned? Uh, I feel like my assignment was being left out. Sadness. <laughs> not Whoa. true. Oh, we didn't assign not that true. to you. That is not Sadness. true. We, that That is always Liev's assignment. Although, mm, he's yeah. in this building and he didn't want to participate. <laughs> so. Oh, because he's working. I'm using air quotes. He's, he's working. Yeah, exactly. He's drinking beer in a different studio. If we were doing the Black Hats in that studio, maybe he'd be here. That yeah, would uh, make sense. Uh, well, Coltrane, I, I think that uh, I know what a lot of your assignment was. Yes. And uh, we will get to it. We'll get to it right now, actually. Okay. And I think that a big part of your assignment was compiling evidence vindicating your hero, Tom fucking Brady, not a cheetah by your estimation, and also accumulating further evidence indicating that Roger Goodell is an asshole. So take <laughs> your time. Give us all your thoughts about the whole thing. You know, the so-called deflate gate, how it played out, Tom Brady's suspension, the overturning of his suspension, where it's at now, and obviously Captain EO as a fellow son of New England. Feel free to jump in whenever you feel it is appropriate. You know, it's uh, as has been pointed out uh, several times when I have uh, when I brought this up. There are many, many elements that drive me nuts in the uh, in the whole thing. The one of the things that that I feel like has come up a lot is well, he uh, the the judge overturned it on a technicality. They, he wasn't vindicated. They overturned it on a technicality. The reality of the situation is during during the the uh, trial, the judge asked the NFL, "What evidence do you have?" And the NFL said, "None." So, like everyone who's like, "Well, you just you just cut off on a technicality. You just cut off on tech." The the ju- federal judge asked specifically, "What evidence do you have?" And they said, "None." That's it. Like that's that's the ball game. Yeah. Whole, everything else is is completely ridiculous in the, in the whole thing. There's there's no evidence of anything. They the people that this that came up with this whole sting didn't know that there's a, that there's a scientific explanation for this whole thing. When it all came down, like they never explained it. This whole thing has been drawn out because the Patriots are better than everyone else, and all the other billionaire owners. They're just a bunch of whiny bitches. It's like any other clique in in the world. And there's, it doesn't matter if you're rich, if you're poor, people will, are just jealous. They're, they have the clicks, they're whiny, and they just don't want to lose. So this whole thing is just a bunch of like whiny billionaires who are just like, you guys are too good, you guys win too much, so you guys must be doing something. Screw you, we're going to take you out. And there's ju- it, they just keep looking more and more ridiculous because, again, there's, there is no evidence that anything happened, and there is actual science that, that indicates that nothing happened. So it's it's an ir- this whole thing is just dumb. I love the fact that Tom is just not doing interviews. And one of the, yeah, what, that's one of the things that I was going to mention. We'll get <laughs> to it right here. Is that uh, after they won on Sunday, which is a specific point we'll make in a moment, uh, Tom Brady goes right off the field because you know, and uh, our our old pal from the Dennis Miller show, Dennis Miller show, Rich Eisen, commented that uh, you know, oh, you know, big showcase game for the NFL, and he wants to stay out on the field. And it's like, well, of course he won't. Why would he ever do any of these interviews that promote the league that? However you feel about the Patriots and what they may or may not have cheated on in the past, 
why is he going to talk to these people? You know, he's just like, no, no, you guys spend all this time, NBC, ESPN, all, you spend all this time talking about what a cheater I am, and uh, why should I talk to you? Yeah, and it's, I mean, I don't know, like, everything that he does at this point, he does very, like, it's all very specific. The, the, the interviews he does, he does because they are the mandated things you have to do. If you it part of part, one of the jobs that I'm doing right now who was that is, was that Richard Sherman who did the one where he's just like I'm just here so that I don't get fined. Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn yeah. Lynch. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It, so, yeah. so he it, like every everything that he does now it's just as compact as possible. I it I think yesterday it was two minutes and twelve seconds. He answered like five questions and it's just that's it. He's doing the absolute minimum. It makes perfect sense to me. I would do the exact same thing. The league, like, why, again, why would you talk to the NFL, like, the NFL network? You wouldn't. That makes no sense. NBC, Chris Collinsworth is one of the biggest haters who's, like, just out there still just, like, you know, putting out false information, so I wouldn't talk to him either. He's, you know, trying to make Tom look bad and everything, so I wouldn't talk to him. Screw him. So it's basically, like, if you if you notice, like, he's just completely avoiding anyone that is actually related to the NFL, and that's that's the way he's doing it. And I would too. Like I said, makes perfect sense to me because this whole thing is a sham. Uh, Captain EO, your thoughts as a uh, avid uh, Patriots fan? Uh, you know, we haven't really gotten a chance to talk about this because we haven't had the two of you here together. So I keep putting off this topic. So uh, what are your thoughts about the way that the whole thing played out? And then we'll talk about the specifics which comes down to last night and that asinine trick play that the Colts tried. Oh, that was so beautiful. Um, honestly, I think, and this may just be the inner conspiracy theorist in me, that Deflate Gate was an attempt to make people forget about abusing women in the NFL. So you've got the storyline of the inflation of footballs all summer instead of the storyline of a bunch more NFL players needing to be suspended for beating women. Mm. Greg Hardy talked about how you should have come conversation out. until you started talking about helping women. Yeah, well, it's just, now I'm in. It's the NFL has, has made a mockery of themselves. You hand down a two game suspension to Ray Rice. When you see him dragging his fiance off of an elevator, this is even before you see him knocking her out, which is a video, you see him dragging her off. So even if that's all you had, that's pretty awful. Like, that's pretty damn bad. (laughs) And he just, like, kind of kicks her and leaves her there. The initial video was horrible enough that you had to be like, whoa, we really need to do something about this guy. You hand down two games. Now, you're also equating the inflation of footballs with using steroids, let's be honest, they're nowhere near the same thing, but you specifically handed down the same length of punishment, a four-game suspension, for banned performance-enhancing drugs and having .15 pounds per square inch less inflation in a ball. Because when it comes down to it, that's what those gauges read as like these balls being so majorly uh, not inflated. It wasn't the two pounds that they were talking about before. It was .15 pounds per square inch. I don't think anyone in their right mind could say that they could identify that. That's that's ridiculous. That's minimal at best. Um, mm-hmm. Roger Goodell has made himself look like a total idiot and has basically conceded that point by being like, yeah, maybe somebody else should hand down punishments now because every time I do it, I get it wrong. Like, that's pathetic. You uh, look like an idiot. Also, well, Roger Goodell, if you could marry any of the women at Fox News, would you really pick Jane Skinner? Come on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me play devil's advocate for I a would. moment because it makes for... <laughs> yes, you would. Uh, it makes for good podcasting. Do you think that the overreaction to Deflate Gate is because they weren't able to really get the Patriots on Spygate. But they did. Well, they feel like they didn't is the point. Okay. And they're Ex- like except that again, that that's a false narrative. And it's a false narrative because because like the what people talk about is, well, they they def- they destroyed all the evidence. They destroyed all the tapes. The reality is, and this is something you can look up. It's not like it's it's not something that I'm making up. People did watch the tapes. There are media members who watched the tapes, and they will tell you what was on the tapes. So it's it wasn't just like this giant cover up. They actually the they destroyed the tapes, and the the explanation they gave it's you know for Roger Goodell it makes sense, but I mean it is sort of stupid, and I think it's stupid too. But people did actually witness it. It wasn't just that 
Roger Goodell saw the tapes and then destroyed them. There were actual media members who saw the tapes and then it got then like they destroyed them because they were just like, you know, if anything else comes up in the future, we want to make sure that, you know, you're not lying and this was it. So they that was the reason they gave. But people did see the tapes. So this isn't so like everyone who's just like, yeah, they just destroyed it. Like they're swept it under the rug. Untrue. That is completely untrue. It's a false narrative that that continues to come out because once the the initial thing came like the initial spygate came out as like a thing, then people started talking about suspicions. We think the Patriots um, videotaped the the Rams walk through before the Super Bowl. We think that they taped the 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 Panthers before the Super Bowl. That's none of that is proven. None of that is is anything. It's just people think it because once you put out like spygate slash videotaping signals, then it, it, everyone just decided to come up with like all of this stuff. Well, I think they did that. I think they did that. I'm not saying I, I know it for a fact. I just think it. And so that co- becomes part of the narrative. So the Patriots did get dinged for what they did. They were allowed to tape from two places in 2006. In 2007, they weren't. They still did. And so they got busted for it and they got hammered for it. So anyone who's like, well, they, you know, they, nothing really happened, really like they, they did get hammered for it, for, for what happened then. So the people who are like saying, well, they just didn't really get them, it's bullshit. It's just because everyone is buying into the notion that there was more to Spygate than what it was because everyone has – everyone, if you talk about Spygate and what people think it is, they still think that the Patriots videotaped signals – or videotaped the, the Rams walkthrough before the Super Bowl – they think that the Patriots videotaped the Panthers before the Super Bowl. That's not true. That was never a part of Spygate. It's just part of the myth that came out of it afterwards. Right. Well, that's sort of, I think, reinforces the point that I made is that the league, and specifically Goodell, feels like that there was smoke and fire there and that uh, they needed to try and find more. My so, argument but, would be yeah. more towards the fact that we did lose draft picks. We Sure. We had to pay millions of dollars in fines, and we had to pay millions of dollars in fines and lost draft picks for this whole deflated football thing, which is bullshit to begin with. Well, let's bring it back around. So the whole deflate gate started during the AFC championship game during the Indianapolis Colts. And uh, how sweet was it for you, Pats fans, that uh, your guys beat the Colts on Sunday Night Football last night, which was Sunday, October 18th, for people listening later in the week. It was beautiful, and this isn't, like, there's a long history of the Colts being little whiny bitches and coming (laughs) after the Patriots. It dates all the way back to the earlier 2000s, before there was gates of any sort. When they didn't like Watergate. our... Watergate. There was a Watergate. Okay, there was a Watergate. That's true. And uh, other sorts of, like, gates in He's general. got a good point. Yep. Yeah. Except yeah. Water, except communities. Bill except Gates. The, yeah, except yeah. Watergate yeah, was the actual name of the hotel. It wasn't, a, it wasn't like Spy Gate. Right, well, everything that generated. Gate. Yes. But anyways, I digress. Uh, so <laughs> You do. It, it was... They just we didn't did. like that they were having their receivers jammed. So because... I like having my receiver jammed. I jam my receiver every <laughs> night before I'll bed. say she did. <laughs> but uh, besides Will's wife, um, wow. don't be the new Bujanski. You can never stoop this low. I was going to say, Bujanski, what? Never stoop this low. <laughs> Sorry, it was, it was just right there on the table. Um, Bad boy school's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to your point. No, it's Captain, just, yeah. there's, the, the Colts have just consistently done this. They cry about every little thing. They don't like that we beat them. And then a new rule comes out every single year after we beat them. Like, first it was the AFC Championship game. Then it's like, hey, you guys, you're not allowed to GM receivers in the air. No, you're not allowed to do that. No, you beat us doing that. So, no, can't do that anymore. And it's just every single time. So now you've got the GM being like, oh, I think their footballs are kind of deflated. It's like, who cares? Honestly, who cares? Because most actual players say, this is stupid and no one cares. Most actual players say, hey, why is the league going after the face of the league over the dumbest thing that we've ever heard about. And then the people who want to be on the other side, it's just for popularity. It's just because there's all those fans of other teams that love hearing like, yeah, no, they are cheaters. They are dicks. Look, yes, we definitely bend the rules. I'm conceding it. You know what? We probably did tape the Eagles and the Panthers and the fucking Rams before the Super Bowl. Untrue. They probably tried to tape us, too, because that's the reality of the NFL. The reality of the NFL is that they have been sending hookers to each other's hotel rooms the nights before games since the 70s. Like, this is not new information. People just want to forget 
the fact that every team does some sort of thing and every and of course they're supposed to do there's millions if not billions of dollars on the line why definitely, would you not definitely do billions of dollars yes. on, on sunday in seattle at the uh, the carolina panthers hotel room the floors that the carolina panthers players were on the fire alarm went off not in the whole hotel just in the in the two floors that the carolina panthers were on and it went off at like 5 in the morning you know like 2 hours before they're supposed to wake up there's all kinds of stuff that that people do that's gamesmanship and everything. It's just the Patriots win all the time, so everyone just wants to like say that there's got to be a reason for it. And instead of just acknowledging that they're better, they're just like, no, well, there's got to be some other reason. There's got to be some other reason. It's yeah, not just a there little, isn't. Little, the little Carolina Panthers were partying while they should have been resting because they had no. They were game. no. They were sleeping and, and, and the fire the, alarm. Went yeah, off. the Seattle and, fans. Some Seattle fan oh, pulled the fire alarm to wake and, them up. And I'll amend what you said. Uh, the Patriots win all the time, except for when they play the New York Giants. Now we will move on. Yeah, <laughs> fuck, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> just saying. Uh. Now we, listen. Uh, I've, I've seen the Patriots win four Super Bowls. I mean, losing two that sucked, but winning four was winning pretty four fucking great. great. No, that's yeah. that's fantastic. Now talk about this asinine trick play that the Colts tried to pull off, which even they admit they weren't ready for, and they should have, you know, spiked the ball or called. To, you know, they should have taken a penalty. They should have done a million different things instead of like, well, this is where we were going to try it, so let's go ahead and try it here. Uh, Griff Whalen's a fucking idiot, and <laughs> that was pretty obvious from the fact that he snapped the ball, and no one was expecting the ball to be snapped. They were trying to draw them off sides, yeah. which happens all the time. Sure. And then the other guy was just doing too hard of a count, and Griff got scared and was like, oh, I guess I got to snap the ball now. The which guy we- that he snapped it to was like, what What were you doing? <laughs> he goes to the sideline. The coach is like, why Why'd you snap it? What the fuck is wrong with you? They did not want to have that play happen, but Griff Whalen the biggest idiot in Indianapolis other than the population of Indianapolis because fuck every single one of you. Hey, my grandfather was born there. We have, uh, we have Unfortunate. Friends, we have friends of the black cast who listen in Indianapolis. Well, Unfortunate for them too. Dick. Here's... <laughs> they just but stop here's, listening. Here's, just lost the opinions them. of Captain Eel are not necessarily the opinions of the management of the black cast. And, and Coltrane. And Coltrane. And Coltrane. Here's, but see, this is why... He, you know, like Griff Whalen, he absolutely. What like, kind of name is Griff? Yeah, Whalen? it sounds like there's a Mega Man bad guy in yeah. Mega Man like X Six, and his Griff name is Whalen. Duff McWhalen, and that's all I can think of. Well, the other guy was Colt Anderson. So oh, was that's Griff, a cool name. Griff well, Whalen like snapped to Colt detective. Anderson. I'm just saying. Colt I mean, Anderson. Colt just, Anderson is a gay porno name. Not that I watch. Anyway, back to you. Big brush Anderson. But see, so like, yes, Griff Whalen threw up all over himself on national television. That absolutely happened. But here's what made it even funnier to me is the punter said that they actually put that play in last year. So that play has been with the Colts for over a year. And, you know, like they try to practice every once in a while, and this is the game they brought it out for. Nice. This one. And they screwed it up. Even if you take out the fact that they threw up on themselves just by snapping the ball, they, the alignment was wrong. They would have gotten, like, the whole thing could never have worked. There was nothing about that. So even if... Like the Patriots had twelve men on the field then. It wouldn't have mattered because they were they were lined up wrong. So it was just a complete waste. They are completely useless. And this is again the point. The Patriots are smarter than you. They practice more than you and they're better prepared than you. So don't try to sit there and like do something stupid. The Ravens tended, as much as I don't like them, the Ravens like play the Patriots tough as much as they do because they just line up and like they just try to win straight up. They don't try to do anything stupid because they know that's not going to work. They just try to, like, line up and beat you. That's it. And so, like, when you try to do, like, dumb stuff, you're like, yes! It just goes to show that you don't believe that your team can do that. You're, you're, you don't believe your team can line up against the Patriots and win by just, like, playing football. You have to try to do something clever. And the problem is that you're Bill Belichick clever. is a genius, and he knows what he's doing, and you don't. And it's also, a quick side note, a little funny, too. Every year in the offseason, Bill Belichick gives the competition committee like uh, rule, like uh, um, possible rule changes they should make. Like, hey, you might want to do this, you might want to do that. And they're just like, no, 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 we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. And then every single time, one of those rule changes like would have actually helped in the season. In this offseason, he said, you should just make every play reviewable and give, two, give the coach two challenges and they can review any play at all. And they're like, no, no, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do that. And then, like, on, you know, two weeks ago on Monday night, there's like a terrible play where the Seahawks, like, you know, are gifted a game because the refs don't know the rules. 
if they were able to challenge the play, they they actually would have got would have gotten it correct. But no, they don't want to do that. And then now they're like, oh well, we're going to discuss it in the off season whether we're going to make that reviewable or not. It's like he's he's trying to help you out. He as much as you guys still like try to like stab him in the back, he's still trying to help you out, and you still are so like ignorant and like so petty that you're like, no, no, I'm not going to listen to you. And then it's like, oh, maybe we should have listened to him. Well, Idiots. to be fair, every year he does tell them that uh, all coaches should be mandated to wear a hooded sweatshirt no matter what the weather is. So, you know, there, there's, you know, take it with a grain of salt when it's advice from Belichick. The hoodie is beautiful. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, this is just my opinion. I don't think that's anybody what we're else. here for. We're well, here no, for I'm everybody's saying, opinion. I, I feel like we're talking about this too much. Carlo Bell <laughs> said in the billiard room with a rope. And that's my opinion. Because at the end of the day, here's here's the reality: the flake gate was stupid. I think most people reasonably look at it as this is stupid and tiresome and got drawn out way too long. Even if it was legitimate, yeah. ESPN has too many hours and too many platforms that they needed to fill. So exactly, this is what they and it was about. Super Bowl yeah. week, so you need storylines because sure. you only have two teams playing. Great, wonderful. The Colts are not as good as the Patriots. It is reflected in their record and our record. It is reflected in the fact that they are not even close to winning as many games as us on a regular basis. So, sorry, Colts. Like, I'm really genuinely sorry that your team's not as good as ours. Let's just move on and, like, actually play football from now on instead of, like, Crygate. But there will be Crygate. That'll be the next thing. But uh, we want to hear what everybody's thinking, especially our Blackcast listeners in Indianapolis. You can tweet us at Blackcast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T, on the Twitter. Now, a lot of people probably figure that our pal, Agent Starling, he checked out during all of this football talk. I did mostly. But no, Agent Starling, according to your social media, Hmm. you not only watch the NFL every week, you are an actual fan of the San Diego Superchargers, yeah. which I wish we had the old uh, know, San Diego right? Superchargers disco song. Oh, I got it. I grew we, up there. Yeah. So tell, talk a little bit about your ritual, about because uh, you were posting about it, and I'm like, are you accidentally, you know, are you being tricked? To, you know, I actually thought Dave the dog had taken over your Instagram. Well, he did And he was going to yeah. gonna watch the game because, you know, he always likes to bet on the underdog. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sorry, that was terrible. But uh, so uh, talk a little bit about that. Uh, you know, that's not something that I... I I thought I I thought I knew you pretty well. I've known you for a long I, time. Didn't think that you watched the Chargers on Sundays. A couple of years ago, I decided I I should try to give this a shot to like watch to, football. To I should try. Yeah, to everybody. Be a man. Everybody else is doing it. Well, sure. I was already a man. Uh, I love it. Everybody else is doing it. I everybody else be, is being. I need to be more of a man. Yeah, just a bigger man. Yeah. Uh, so I grew up like watching the Chargers. My family, my my dad. I mean, in San Diego. So yeah, that's what hey, they that's like. the team. Sure. So every Sunday, if I can, mm-hmm. and I'm free, yeah, don't have other plans. Sure, I watch the Chargers, and I hope that they win. And when they lose, I'm bummed you- out for about thirty seconds. And then I move on to something else. And then you have another pumpkin spice because yes. you have a lot of practice. Yeah, and then. Uh, <laughs> A lot, of, what, a, lot of a lot of practice of them losing. Not get worked yeah. up. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. That's okay. what I do. Well, that's... that's... <laughs> who's, your, who's your favorite Charger? Do you um, have a favorite? And can you name two? Are you saying, like, also, past or present? Because when I grew up, Junior Seau was a big deal. So that Junior Seau's good. Junior Seau? Like. You, you mean New England Patriots Junior Seau? LT? You mean uh, the oh, pride okay. of... LT's a douche. You mean okay. the, pride, <laughs> the pride of USC, my, Junior Seau? My favorite uh, commercial growing up was a local San Diego commercial for, for Ca- Caldera Spas. Oh, I thought it was going to be talk first, about this? for and Junior Seau's restaurant. Robinson did uh, uh, the Caldera Spas commercial, and he was like so not well-spoken. He'd be like, Caldera no spa, LT no football. <laughs> By the way. And I was like, what are you saying? Ladanian Tomlinson <laughs> is that player's name. There's only been one LT ever, and that's Lawrence Taylor, but that's Agreed. besides the point. All right, good. All and, right. He, and he, in fact, was the uh, player who was infamous for sending uh, prostitutes to the uh, hotel rooms of his opponents the night before games. Oh. Didn't, didn't he have sex with, like, a 13-year-old? Probably. Uh, Didn't you? I'm pre- <laughs> well, yeah, but he was 14 at the time. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah, it was all right. Uh, look, we've had a lot of sports talk, and we're going to have Is some more. Is that Bradley more. Cooper? Look it at is. Bradley Cooper <laughs> so at the game. Wa- look at Bradley Cooper <laughs> in New York. Lightning playbook, kid. What are you doing at the Eagles game? You- no. He's like, I'm limitless. I can do whatever I want. No, he he wore uh, he wore the Eagles jersey throughout uh playbook. playbook. Yeah. yeah, and there's a video that I didn't click on, but I guess he dressed up as the Eagles uh, mascot. So maybe he's an actual uh, Eagles fan. I thought he was fan. from Maryland, though. 
You, what do you it doesn't matter where it you're from. What, it depends on what part of Maryland you're from. Games. There are two teams in Maryland: the Redskins and the Ravens. Yeah. Why would you both? And the Redskins have been around long enough. There's no excuse. No but when excuse he was growing Bradley up, Cooper. when he was growing up, I, I, well, Redskins, I, I, you can't say that anymore. That's why it's still the name of the team, though. It's all right. <laughs> anyway, and look, while we've been here, we've been assembled here. Coltrane, did you have a point? I just, point of order. I, uh, Coltrane has a floor. I just have one more point before we uh, button up the sports talk. Um, I guess, oh, there'll be more sports talk, but we well, button up this point. Yeah. yeah I, so I'm just uh, scrolling through uh, stories over here, sure. and uh, <laughs> this one caught my eye because it's funny. Belichick explains the Colts' fake punt fiasco better than Chuck Pagano did. That makes about no, just makes say, a lot of who's sense. Chuck Pagano, the, the head coach of the, the Colts. Coach of the oh, coach. yeah. Mm. I guess the Chargers I wanna, don't want to say something often. really mean about him, but I'm not going to <laughs> because <laughs> he had cancer. Yeah, oh, yeah that's no, why you don't, don't want to say it. Yeah, because yeah, that's kind of awful. Yeah. All right. Do you want to yeah, say? That was like four years do ago. Do you want to say it about Tom Coughlin? You want to say it about someone else? You mean the actual living embodiment of Gremlins? Yes. Yes. Tom Coughlin is actually. He may be a gargoyle. He may be Did older he than Tom Coughlin, and he got wet. No, because he, he was never cute. If you, if, if, you know, if you look at Tom Coughlin, you could tell he's never been wet in his life. Oh, Hello. Tom Coughlin came out of the womb looking like an came. old, angry, crotchety man. Like just disgusting. He's Mumra from the Thundercats. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so while we've been assembled here, uh, there was halftime on the Monday Night Football game, and they unveiled the Star Wars trailer. Now, uh, earlier in the week, they uh, trotted out the new poster for The Force Awakens, and uh, you look at it, you're like, okay, this is good. Uh, you look around. Okay, you got your Han Solo, you got your Princess Leia, yeah. Chewie's there, BB-8 is there. Oh, that dick. You're convinced he's going to be a <laughs> dick. We, I just want to get into that theory. You're like, <laughs> yeah. Because my favorite thing about BB-8 is how everybody's much everybody's like, oh my fucking God, I love obsessed BB-8. with yeah, him. Like, he's the button. coolest character ever. I'm like, yeah. uh, what if he's a big asshole? You guys haven't seen yeah, the movie. He could be true. the new Jar Jar Binks. He could be a big dick. He's a fucking ball with you another don't half a ball on yeah. You don't know. He, he could run be over Bujanski. He's Bujanski's missing ball. <laughs> he could be running over Tuscan radars and not apologizing. You don't know what he, he could do. He could have raped a Jawa for all Yes, that's know. what I'm saying. Yeah. Tuscans are like Colts fans. They can all eat a dick. <laughs> And when they cheer, they all go. <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like most of Indianapolis during the game. As Come on, they, waving they their guns over their heads. They had those clever deflated cookies, though. Come on. Oh, did they make John deflated Brady, cookies? I got your phone. Things. You couldn't afford my phone, Indianapolis. <laughs> you poor fucks. Uh, wow. My grandfather was born. <laughs> Again, the opinions of uh, Mr. But, EL but did he Captain stay there? Coulter. I'm just saying. Uh, no, he did not. Exactly, because he was smart enough to get out. Oh! Look, as we get back to Star Wars, you look at the poster, and in this trailer, no fucking Luke Skywalker. No Luke Skywalker. Dude, what the fuck? How do you know? I don't want to see fucking BB-8 in the poster and not Luke Skywalker. Why is he not, not in R2-D2. there? And not R2-D2. Where's R2? Yeah, n- there's no fucking Luke Skywalker in there. Is C-3PO so, in the poster? He must die, I guess. So whatever. Don't uh, just throw that out there casually. I just, well, wait, somebody threw it out that somebody else died. What, so, if, what if, oh, what, what if, if they Luke all died? is that other masked bad guy? Yeah, what if he becomes a bad guy? Because his dad was a bad guy. Why would he, he become should. a bad guy? No. That would be awesome. No. Because, He's... okay, here's here's one thing that always drove me crazy. How is putting balance to the Force killing off all the Siths? Doesn't that, like, imbalance the Force? Shouldn't there be dark to be light? Well, sure. But uh, I think you, yeah, I think that it's just a, it's a misnomer. It's not really, you don't really want balance of the Force. Yeah. You just want the light. Right. You don't want the dark. Right. Like, Which is racist, like, you by the way, that they don't want the darkness. The prophecy was that he'd bring balance. So he did bring balance. You don't want they even the odds. half yeah. of Cybertron to be Decepticons. Because that's like the bad part of town that you don't want to go into. You want an no, Autobot but gentrified that, neighborhood. But that's yeah, the listen, part where Lawrence Taylor would get all the hookers that's from true. on Cybertron. Yeah, all those when they would play the. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, so we look at the trailer, and uh, it looks good. Um, I guess the narrative is that the movie's probably still going to suck, everybody says. But Why? I don't know, but everybody says... You well, know, who I, says I, I love J.J. Abrams' first Star Trek, and the second yeah. one was still really good. Yeah. So, I trust Abrams. I, I think do. he does a I, good job with this shit. Most of my my thing is, like, how could you not trust him more than you would trust George Lucas? It's true. Like, Seriously. If George Lucas was making this movie, like, I'd be like, no, be it's like, it can't be worse. Pretty much after Lucas made, like, the original Star Wars and the original three Indiana Indiana Jones, he should have just killed himself. Well, his level of involvement 
involvement in Indiana Jones was the level it should be, which yeah. is like story. whatever you say, Stephen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, directing and writing the so, script. So look, I just uh, I don't know. I just uh, I'm worried about Luke. That's that's my point there. Now so is Leia. <laughs> well, you can tell from the trailer. She looks really upset. She's crying. She's very upset in the trailer. And what she is she upset about? Tonto. Probably because Luke's dead. I'll Whoa. just say it again. I've Whoa. said it twice You're now. You're going to make some people in Indianapolis angry. They're already angry. Well, now they're more angry. And I don't think that they'll I don't think that they'll get that movie for two years because they're in Indianapolis. See, now I'm just, yeah. now I'm just piling Pile on, on for no reason. <laughs> like, that's, that's just mean. That's just terrible. <laughs> that's, that's, I don't mean that. Sorry, Marianne. Uh, but uh, anyway... So St. Elmo touches people, little kids. St. <laughs> Elmo was a child toucher. St. Elmo's fire is actually chlamydia. Yes. Yikes. <laughs> so theaters uh, for this Star Wars movie, uh, tickets have gone on sale already, and people on Facebook were like, holy shit, I need to buy... The movie comes out you in two months. You don't need them now. You yeah, don't you need get to buy them the them week now. before and be fine. Yeah, don't buy them the day of, then you're an idiot. But you don't need to buy them now. They're going to be tickets. It's there's going to be Though, plenty of time to buy the Star Wars tickets. You're fine. Serious question for you. I feel like also Ken. Okay, but um, but not for Will because like, you hate him. Well, no, because it's an age based question. Oh, okay, so what are you when We're when like two the, years apart, you're younger than me. Yeah, exactly. No, you're younger than me. No. Yes. Really? Yes. Uh, it doesn't matter because because what I'm asking is so when the first uh, new Star Wars came Prequel. out, I was young. Yeah. yeah, I was really young. Sure, but I remember there was all like the people lined up for like sure. weeks to go see right. this stuff. Yeah. They were in they were in uh, lines. Do you see that happening again, or is that just not really no. possible they in the current to. day? Because there's so many theaters. I think that people will line up, but I don't think they're going to line up for like a week. You know, people lined up for a long time before Phantom Menace. I don't know that theaters, uh, I think theaters frown on that sort of thing. Now, they don't want you to line up for that long. You know, I don't think that they need the scene of people lined up, you know, especially. Well, it probably won't even be at the, the arc light. It'll probably be at the Disney theater. Yeah, I was going to so. say, you know why people line up? Because they go to shitty theaters where you can't get reserved seating. Right. Well, there's that, too. Pick a better theater. But, well, yeah, but I just meant I felt like I thought it was probably a product of the amount of theater to yeah, the amount well, of demand I, look, and if, stuff. And it'll sound like I'm picking on them, but we're here in Los Angeles. We'll be able to see it whenever we want to. Right. But if you're in, I don't know, say Indianapolis, there aren't as many theaters. <laughs> so they only got you, the one theater that's got, showing the Pats Colts game. We've only got one. <laughs> we've only got one that game from two and a half months ago. Yeah. They're still playing it. We've Remember only we could have had that play when we could have made that play work because they're Indianapolis and they have to remind themselves how much they suck. <laughs> I like I like refuse to believe that you actually hate the place Indianapolis. Have you ever been to Indianapolis? No. Not oh, me either. Either. What, what even goes on there? That, I have that's no the point. idea. Probably no. no. Bunch of bunch Farming? of horrible horrible things. Satanic rituals. <laughs> what do they do there? They that's filmed, Salem. That's where you're from. <laughs> no, smart guy. They filmed uh, whatever that movie you hated, where they murdered turtles. That's where they filmed it. it was they in didn't make. Uh, where, Cannibal, Richard, Cannibal where Richard Holocaust. Diaz, Cannibal Holocaust. Where Richard Diaz personally day. murdered turtles. Is that the yes. way I remember oh. that? Cannibal Holocaust is every single day. In <laughs> That's awful. So, killing turtles. Anyway, the, the answer to your question is I do think you'll see people lined up at theaters, but it's not because they're afraid they won't get in. It's like the communal, like, well, people still line up for movies. People but like now up. you don't even have the, the midnight screenings anymore. You have the, like, the 8 o'clock screenings the night before. It's, yeah. And it's on Wednesday instead yeah, of Thursday. Like, it's great. Yeah. Coming out this Friday, yeah. Wednesday at 8 o'clock. Yeah. I love the Wednesday at 8 o'clock movies, especially with the schedule we used to have. I had no problem with that. But I never went to midnight movies. They also used to not have them. But I've talked about this on the Blackest before. I would go to the noon showing on Friday because it was the first one. Mm -hmm. So, like, when I saw Phantom Menace, I saw it noon that Friday because I couldn't have seen it any earlier. But I was also like, like, I came home from college to go see it with my family. I was excited. And, uh, there were also these these jerk off kids behind me. They were kids, and they were talking through all the all the previews. And as soon as the last preview was over, I turned around. I was like, "So you guys are going to be quiet now, right?" And they were like, "Yes." And I was like, "I've never tried to intimidate never anyone in my that. life, but as a group of kids, so yeah. I was like, yeah, I can fucking Beautiful. get away with this.'" I got and dirty you know looks at Sicario the other day. 
Well, you probably made the movie. Kid stretched you probably, out. Made, the, you probably no. made that fucking movie better. I did actually. I was talking the whole time, but this lady, <laughs> she pulled her phone out at one point. Oh, and she was all that. texting. So I was like, "How are you gonna judge my talking yeah. when you're texting?" I'm Wait, talk- were you talking that much in the theater? I I did talk a lot. <laughs> I, Why? I don't normally do it. Why? Because the movie was just kind of like needed me to like spice it up. So now wanted- that you've seen Rift Tracks, you think every movie needs yeah. that? Yeah. Yo, why can't I oh do my this? God, it's my father. It's my father. I was there. I was there on like a. Date, not date, and I did you I go with Bujinski? No, because he would have thought it was a date. That's smart of you. No, I didn't go with Bujinski, but I went with somebody. F- <laughs> <laughs> somebody else. that we know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, so definitely not a date. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but Captain yeah, Neo's laughing very hard. I anyway, just, go ahead. I was just trying to, you know, I was just trying to hard. spice it up a little bit. Yeah, sure. Hard. <laughs> I was, I was just, you know, rock hard. Um, was all the did all the talking consist of just just put your pain in my pants just go just it was see it's dark. it was like it's fucking dark it was like stop stop reaching in the popcorn and just put your whole head in just, <laughs> just, just <laughs> fucking dive in there baby go ahead first. anyway so you were talking did, did you annoy that person or did you annoy yeah the I, I annoyed they and they that like person got up was and on moved her, that per- wait they the person you went with no 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 uh, these oh, people okay. in front so first like, of all well, I was you, the Jeff. first I was the first person to buy tickets for the movie it was at uh, ArcLight so I. It bought the tickets. No one else was supposed to be in the theater. Well, we get in. No right. one else is in there. Then some weird guy who looks like he's going to shoot up the theater comes in. So we're staring at him those. the whole time. Of course, yeah. Like, the movie because then I'm stressed. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I literally agree was with that, like by stressed the, way. Yeah. the whole time. Come, come into movie theaters with big bags and backpacks. I'm uh-huh. like, we should check these at the door. Yeah. Oh, sorry, they wanted you don't need to, to bring your fucking backpack into the movie. Everybody in that movie was doing something you're not supposed to do. One dude like brought a fucking picnic. The people behind us were also talking. Like, we had the shooter and then the only people with a plate of cheeses and wine. <laughs> but yeah, this lady at one point, like first they got up and moved, and I was like, "Okay, bye." And then, uh, bye, Felicia. I made like a joke because the dude with like his picnic left. I was like, "Oh, he's done," because <laughs> he like walked out at one point. And this chick like, like looks oh, over at me, and she's just eyeballing me, me. So I just gave her a big smile and a wave. I was like, "Hey, hey, how's it going? You enjoyed uh, Sicario? Uh, me too." I hate people on their phone in the movie though. I know. I, I felt bad because I knew I was being an asshole, and normally I'm like dead silent. I'm yeah, all about like say... the movie experience. But it was like if there was a more crowded theater, or if it wasn't a movie where just guns were going off the whole fucking time, and uh, like most dialogue is pointless. Right. right. Then I might have been a little quieter. I, I might have been a little. I bit saw more... the Born Ultimatum once. Yeah, only once actually. And uh, this dude. <laughs> I don't know why I said once. That was enough time. One time. I did only see it once one actually. Time. But I sat in the theater and there was this guy like with his girlfriend in front of me, and uh, he was on his phone like for fucking half the movie. So I was like, hey, hey, like trying to speak up so he could yeah, hear me yeah, and so turn around and look. And then I kicked the back of it, like nudged. It. I didn't hit oh, it hard. Geez. I nudged it. And he and he whips around and goes, "You can't hear my hands on the keys when I'm typing." And I was like. Yeah, that's not even fucking remotely the issue. It's the big blinding fucking light. Coming. Yeah. Why would you think that what I was upset about was, was the typing, the click clacking of yeah, the it's, keys, it's the brightness? Idiot. Look, there's a lot of uh, movie theater etiquette that uh, we can all frown upon. But one thing that I don't know that I can support is that these movie theaters that are showing Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Yeah, I'm bringing it back to that. They're doing uh, Star Wars marathons, so you can see all six of those movies. You can see the three good ones, and then you can see the three prequels. And actually, they don't show them in that order. They show them in numbered order. So it's kind of smart. You can skip the first, like, ten hours. Sweet. And then just come in for episode four. I have have that. uh, Remember they released that, like, box? Blu-ray set with yeah. all of them. I have that, so I'm just gonna watch that. Yeah, no, that, that's what I'm saying. It's fine. I mean, I like the idea of seeing it on the big screen. That's cool. I like to want to watch any of them. I just want to go in cold. No, no. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen any of them in a while. Uh, but it's fine. I'm just saying I like the idea that you can see them on the big screen. But I don't think we need the prequels. And by the way, uh, I tweeted about this uh, probably yesterday, the day before. Rub Lord sends this list out. Somebody's like, oh, I agree with this ranking of the uh, the Star Wars movies. And I looked at it. I started scrolling down. And Attack of the Clones was ahead of Return of the Jedi, and I was like, "Well, fuck this! I, was like, I can't nope. read it." <laughs> nope. You you don't you don't put any prequel. Was it really? I yeah. thought it was Attack of the Clones no. was ahead of uh, no, uh, no no Sith it's... Revenge of the Sith. Whichever, ahead. honestly, Revenge of the Sith is marginally like better. Episode one, two, Return of the Jedi. Revenge yeah, of the Sith. maybe that's not the the point. Is that no prequel movie goes? No, it's true. Before the Holy Trinity of right. the original trilogy. Yeah, it's just it's nonsense. Like you can't have a real conversation when that's happening. So anyway, moving past that. No, though. 
Yeah, exactly. That's fine. Yeah. I don't even care about that. It's shit. the best part I, of that movie. <laughs> no, the best part From is Pat the May reimagined dies. Jabba's band that uh, the band of Jabba's Palace that do this crazy production number when they used to just be. No, that's that's the old song. No, no, that is the special edition one. In the special edition, yeah. The original edition, you're like, oh, they barely move. They're like really bad. Like, yeah, they should have had. Obviously, they should have had Dr. Teeth and Electric Mayhem. I mean, Correct. Yes. That would have been amazing. Yeah. Ooh, but for now they're sure, the, the house band for uh, Up Late with Miss Piggy. They are the yeah. house band for Up Late with Miss Piggy. Uh, anyway, so, look, I'm the, the moral of the story is I'm still excited for Star Wars The Force Awakens. I just hope that if Luke dies, it is a fitting tribute to a great man who has meant a lot to me throughout my entire life, Luke Skywalker. Yeah. I hope that he just dies like the Joker, like transforms into the Joker and does his Joker. He, does his Joker. Well, he, he says he won't do it anymore, though. No, he's going to do it. What? what? He said he would come back for only one project, and that's Batman the Killing Joke. And they're now oh. making the animated version of Batman the Killing Joke. Is the killing, he, the killing Joke's not when he takes a crowbar to rob... Yeah, that's, no, that's not that. That's not right? the Killing okay. Joke. That's death in the family. Um, killing Joke is when he kidnaps Barbara Gordon. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, oh, like, and tortures her. her and, spine. Tortures yeah. her. No, not that one. It's when he like tortures her and like sends photos to... Dete- uh, Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, not detective. You're thinking what? of Gotham. Why the, the show fuck does Mark Hamill want to do just that? One? Yeah, well, it's, just it's like, a good story. Sick. It's a good. Yeah, it's a good story. It's like he's like yeah, it's it's a little bit more twisted for him. Well, they said that it might be the first R-rated DC animated movie. Really? If they go full Monty mm-hmm. with it. I'd, I'd like full to Monty. see that. Have Wait, you guys so, seen Gods and Monsters yet? No. I have not. Oh, but we talked about that. Is but. that the movie about uh, where General James Whale, the director of Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein? No. Gods and Monsters. Oh, no. You're talking about something else. It's where General Zod is Superman. Oh, that's right. We talked about this. We did talk about this. And we have had a few weeks to see it, and neither of us have done it. No, I forgot. So that's 10 demerits from uh, Captain EO. So look, (laughs) we've talked about Star Wars. We started off talking about the NFL. uh, And I know that there was that trick play in the game because people were tweeting about it. pony. But um, honestly, I didn't see a minute of uh, that Sunday Night Football because uh, it's the baseball playoffs, goddammit. And the baseball playoffs have been great in no small part because of the New York Mets advancing to the National League Championship Series. Now, some of you may know this. A big part of my son Felix's life has been the season that the Mets are having. Because of the time difference, we'd watch games most afternoons, and, you know, he'd be in the room and usually eating, but, you know, the, the game was on, so he's already averting his eyes towards the TV, which is a problem we'll have to deal with later. But um, right after, so he's born on July 26th, as some of you may or may not know, and the team's fortunes began to change, they started winning, made some roster moves and trades before you knew it, they had supplanted the uh, odds-on World Series favorite preseason favorite, the Larry O'Connor bandwagon favorite, Washington (laughs) Nationals. So look, it's been fun, and I say this often, Felix has waited his entire life to see the Mets get into the playoffs, and that's true. That's very true. And there was a tight NLDS against the in-town Los Angeles Dodgers, but now they're uh, playing the role of villain, trying to end the Cinderella story for the Chicago Cubs, and I think if the Cubs were playing anybody else, I'd be like, yeah, all right, it's about time, 1908. It's been a while. But uh, they're playing the Mets, so uh, fuck them. (laughs) But before we get to that, let me talk a little bit about Los Angeles sports fans. (laughs) I went to a Dodger game. We talked about that. Already. I know. I just had to say Last it. Thursday, I and was. And you at... blend right in with Los Angeles sports fans. Sports true. Figure. Yeah, sports! Exactly. That's basically. Go what Kings! They do. Go! They they do. Yeah, hockey. They do basically. Okay. Yeah, go sports. Fuck the Kings. Quack! Fuck the Kings. Quack! Right, Kings! We don't have quack! Time for any of Die that nonsense. Kings. Nobody. Nobody wants to talk about hockey. Uh, not right now. That's the who's that, the famous the way, Roger Federer. The worst thing about the <laughs> NHL is that they think it's okay. Like, okay, we're going to start our season during the baseball playoffs. You can wait. We don't need hockey that badly. Wait until there's nothing going on that's more exciting than hockey. And your season's long enough. It's fine. We can wait. It's the same thing that uh, the NBA starts during the World Series every year. Mm. Really? We don't don't need it. You know, November is perfect for both of those sports. But that's besides the point. Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, Los Angeles sports fans. So last Thursday was Game 5 of the National League Division Series. It was a double elimination game. Whoever lost went home. 
And the that first of all, I'll give credit. Dodger Stadium, the loudest I've ever heard it, and I'd been at a couple of playoff games in the National League Championship Series over the years. And look, the vast majority of people stayed until the final out because it was such a close game. Usually, doesn't happen in LA. Usually, they come late and they leave early because the traffic's more important. So nice showing. The funny thing that I couldn't help but be a dick about is the the guys on the screen are like, all right, everybody, wave your towels. Wave those towels. Uh, each time that there'd be between innings, you're going to have to wave those towels. And he would say that, like, you know, that was what they really needed to do. So when the game ended, I leaned to my friend. I was like, well, I guess they should have waved their towels harder, shouldn't they? <laughs> you know, quiet enough that Face. Know, no, nobody, nobody. <laughs> I saw you on Facebook you, in your you, Mets you gear. You sultrily like, whispered this in your friend's ear so that you didn't get the shit kicked out of you. Kind again. of. No, because in the stadium is fine. That's true. So, but here's the thing. So it's a decisive game five against a team and a city that you hate. There were hundreds of tickets on StubHub for under $100. Oh. And when you come from the Northeast and there's anything like this ever, I know somebody that went to you know a non-decisive game in that series and they spent $500. And, you know, it's just... Uh, you know, it's funny because that same week, Facebook reminded me that in 2013, in uh, an elimination game against the Cardinals in the NLCS, I had posted that there were tickets on StubHub as low as $13. So I don't ever need to be told about how L.A. is a great sports town. It may like the NBA and they may follow the Lakers, but it is not a great sports town. Maybe because there's so many other things to do is the excuse that's always made. There's things to do in other places. I it's just not a beach. Disagree. Yes. You disagree. When I was at the Dodgers game, you know, I'm an avid baseball fan. Yeah, the Dodgers game that didn't mean anything. <laughs> yes. Yeah. When I went to the Dodgers, yeah. I saw a lot of impassioned people. Yeah. Um, people brought their own Clamato <laughs> to pour into their cans of Modelo to make Michelada! Are you trying to tell me that that isn't true sports fandom, Christian? No. They brought uh, no. their own Clamato. There's nothing right about Clamato. Because they love to celebrate Los Doyers. <laughs> so we know oh, where really we, we know where your <laughs> we know where your seats <laughs> were, obviously Terrible. well, we were talking about that. At Chavez Ravine. Chavez Ravine. Look, so there's that. Don't tell me that LA is a good sports town. LA Rams. And LA Rams. While I'm at Game 5, the way that the Dodgers fans all cheered on Chase Utley when he came to pinch hit in Game 5, go fuck yourself, Dodger fans, okay? That a chump. Glad to see that they were not rewarded for the bad karma of the dirty play Chase Utley made in Game 2, broke Ruben Tejada's leg, and the Mets weren't ultimately penalized penal by the inept umpiring decisions that followed. It made it a lot easier to move on, and the Mets did move on. And now, two games up in the National League Championship Series. Now, look, I know there's a long way to go, but uh, I'm allowed to be happy right now. It's been a while since I've been happy as a Mets fan. Oh, I was you know? like, wait a minute. Well, no, I've been very happy <laughs> Your in Your child was born. Now, that doesn't compare to anything, the Mets being in the <laughs> National League Championship Series. That's true. You don't, yeah, well, you, you maybe understand. But, uh, yeah, Batman Superman comes out in March. Yeah, but that's... You don't have a How kid. often have you ever seen Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman on the big screen together? Never, ever. On the big screen, never together. happened. Never, but they used to be on the Super Friends every week. So it's true. It's but not I mean, that live special. action, live action, live yeah. action. Boss. I know. I know. Casey Kasem won't be doing the voice of either of them, so it's not going to look. Be worth Batman. It. <laughs> it's a crew. It's a crew from the. And movie. now we have a anyway. long distance dedication from Mr. <laughs> Mitzelplex, who writes, "Dear Superman." <laughs> anyway, so look. I'm very excited about uh, the prospect that uh, the Mets are doing very well here. Look, before the division series, everybody said, well, you'll never beat Kershaw and Granke. Well, you know what? Fuck you! They did that. Well, that's good. that's just people who don't actually pay attention yeah. because those two are great in the regular season. In the season. regular season, yeah. <laughs> and look, uh, Kershaw had one good start in the playoffs, but he well, didn't have two. Granke's you know, okay in the playoffs. Granke, well, yeah, but he uh, wasn't. a loser. He's still a loser. I, <laughs> I actually, I do have to just defend Kershaw for that first one. I 
I think that was sort of a, a well. That was a that was a Donnie baseball. that was a Donnie baseball mistake. He screwed that one up for him. I, he overthought it and took him out before he should have. Exactly. Fine. Yeah. Which again works out for you. So that's yeah, it worked great. out for me. But uh, but then so then this round starts. It's like huh, huh, you know, uh, good luck uh, hitting uh, Jake Arrieta. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> I got three runs in the first inning before he'd gotten an out. So you know. Uh, and, and who did they beat up in game one? Johnny fucking Lester. Screw you, you queer. Fucking quitter. Left. <laughs> like a fucking queer. Left town was. looking for more dollars. <laughs> fucking so, <laughs> so uh, yeah. So, you know, suck it. Everybody told me what the Mets wouldn't do. And look, they'd be nowhere without the great second baseman, Mr. Daniel Murphy, who's just exploded in the playoffs. Now, I ask both you, Coltrane and Captain EO, people who are baseball fans, but, you know, predominantly I know you guys are Red Sox fans. Did you know anything about Danny Murphy? You remember hearing his name before these playoffs? Does he sound familiar? I mean, I only knew him because I used to cut baseball highlights. Okay, but so you that didn't really count. Yeah, but Other you know enough that, that no. he's not somebody who is like, oh well, you know, if, the, if uh, Daniel Murphy has a great playoffs, that's going to be uh, that's what the Mets need. I, I honestly no no idea yeah. at all who he was. Sure, and the only, but it does remind me though of uh, of Atlanta ba- Atlanta Braves second baseman Mark Lemke. Oh, who, Mark uh, Lemke, who like way back in uh, I don't know I think it was whatever year they won. I feel like he went on a tear in the postseason as well. The, the year they won the World Series was yeah. '95. You know they went to the playoffs every year, but yeah, they, exactly. they well, won the World Series in 1995. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, and who did they beat? <laughs> oh yeah, the Cleveland Indians. <laughs> I know you still listen, you little fuck. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, so I had, I I had no idea who him. that guy was, and he's, yeah. he's playing phenomenal. Yeah, and uh, look, a lot of times you out. get that. And look, it's got to be annoying because um, the Yankees always had a guy like this, fucking Scott Brocious, <laughs> awful hitter, and then he fucking explodes in the playoffs, and you're like, oh well, look what they did. So you know, if he's if he's the Mets, Scott Brocious, great because Scott Brocious has multiple rings and I only re- remember his name probably because I'm I'm bitter but uh, you know this has been a great season for the Cubs but I tell you the one part of this that I'm sick and tired of hearing Back to the Future 2 said that the Cubs were going to win the World Series. Yeah, well, you know what? Back to the Future 2 said a lot of things. Okay? Yeah. First and foremost fucking hoverboard? Exactly. First and foremost Back to the Future 2 said that the Cubs beat Miami in the World Series. Miami, who's in the National League? You couldn't play them in the World Series. Fuck you, Zemeckis. You don't know the future. You don't know the fucking future. Hey, you don't know the fucking future, right? Where's Jaws 16? Where's that? So, yeah. yeah Jaws 19, Where's by my the way. auto-dried jacket? And, and that's what Nikes. I'm. That, that's that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That jacket yeah, was great. Those Nikes. Though we do have a sports the almanac. Self yeah. <laughs> self lacing Nikes were yeah. awesome. Where's the yeah. cafe eighties? I would go. <laughs> I would go to the cafe eighties if it existed. Johnny Rockets. Nah, that's no. a cafe fifties. That's true. Uh, you're, like to but millennials, somebody, the eighties and the fifties are the same thing. That's My same brother told me thing. this, which is fascinating. We are now equally as far removed from 1985 as uh, Marty oh. was when he went back to 1955. That's amazing. Actually, it's 30 years. Look at that. Whoa! So but, who's got a time machine we can use to go? You got a time, baby. Back in time. So remember look, when we all saw Huey Lewis? Mm-hmm. Fake. Huey yeah, Huey Super Huey, super which Huey. was amazing. There's by only the way. one it fake really guy, and that's Fake Bono. Yeah, Fake Bono. <laughs> Coltrane's yeah. favorite. Fake, 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 fake Bono, him. real douche. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. In your face. <laughs> so <laughs> fuck Indianapolis. Just had to get that. Bono's <laughs> <up. laughs> well probably point. from Indianapolis. So <laughs> must <is> be Indianapolis. <laughs> must be. He's made of Indianapolis. <laughs> he's just made of clay. <laughs> So he's a, he's a warrior created by Zeus. So the point is that you know. And by the way, Back to the Future Day is coming up. Today is October nineteenth, as we, or is it the eighteenth as we record this? It's, a, it's the nineteenth. So October twenty first is the day. So God, my only, favorite thing is when people on Facebook post today's the day that Marty went. You're like, no, fucker, no, actually, everybody changed it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But it is actually going to be the day. So we've got two days for hoverboards to work. Mm. And uh, I feel like out there's prototypes. I don't know. You've seen that Lexus commercial? That's true. Is there a hover card? No, there's the hover board, but it it just works on a specific course design to allow. Because how can you propel off? You know, nothing. Nothing. You can't because that's physically impossible. Right. 
Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, Back to the Future 2 was right about a couple things. They're like, oh, look, they have video conferencing. Yeah? Oh, well, yeah. they communicated via fax. I was going to say, say read my fa- Really? We're going to fax each other. <laughs> oh, but Does we any- don't have yeah. rehydratable pizzas. Thank God. Well, I and guess we would if there's space food. Where's my Pepsi Perfect? Yeah. I would, I would enjoy a Pepsi Perfect if... It's called Pepsi Max. But it's not perfect. No, it's not. So it's, it's imperfect. It's Pepsi imperfect. <laughs> I would. Hello, uh, I, McFly. Yeah. <laughs> Is anybody home? <laughs> Christian, I, I would just caution you of one uh, one little tale here. Oh, flying cars also. That's a big one. No, in uh, no, I have one. Anyway, go ahead. When when the Red Sox uh, finally uh, reversed the curse, yeah, they came back from a three no deficit against a team from New York. I was going to get to this now. Yeah. Now, what I would I would just point out on the other side of that is this would that would actually make a lot more sense if it was the Cardinals because that's a rival and the the Mets and the Cubs aren't really rivals. They're not really rivals. No, so, uh, you know, there's there's the the black hat that crossed the plate in 1969. Would you drink goat's blood if it meant that you were oh, definitely going yes. to the World Series? You don't even need to finish asking. Yes. Okay. Uh, wow. And uh, say, uh, as we know, uh, Chicago is a cursed city, and there are some great stats that I read. Uh, oh, do you on know Twitter. why? Because of its proximity to Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> that may be the funniest thing you've heard. <laughs> so there's a, there's a lot of things. So there's uh, the curse of the billy goat who, as it turns out, his name... Well, let me talk about why the curse of the billy goat. A guy wanted to bring a billy goat into the World Series game in 1945. And uh, as, w- as any ticket taker would say... No, you can't bring a Billy Goat into this sporting arena of any kind. Uh, that guy got mad, so that's the curse of the Billy Goat. The Billy Goat's name, Murphy. Oh. 1984, the National League Championship Series against the San Diego Padres that, as Cub fans know, did not go their way, and the Padres advanced to the World Series, was played at Jack Murphy Stadium. What? Also, Murphy's Law? 1969. The Amazing? The Amazing Mets broadcaster. He broadcast for a a lot of years, but he did broadcast that year. Bob Murphy. Oh! So, I'm not saying that Chicago is cursed. (laughs) I'm just saying that this curse was always so stupid. The curse of the Bambino made sense. You fucking sold Babe Ruth for money. The great... Bambino. You deserve to have some bad karma, but eventually you get to kick it. That's a, that's a bad move. Selling Babe Ruth for money. So shouldn't the entire South have been like cursed for selling people for money for hundreds of years? Or? Yes. And, and mm-hmm. think about all those great sports franchises in the South. Outside of college football. You know, so Alabama doesn't well count. Well played, sir. Yeah. Well played. So just, I, I wasn't even thinking that. And then when you made that point, I'm like, hmm, yeah. Hmm, yes, I suppose so. So, look, there's uh, more games to be played in the National League Championship Series. Look, I know the Mets have two wins, and you need four wins. And, yes, the Boston Red Sox did reverse the curse. So it's not impossible. It's just unlikely when you have uh, Kyle Hendricks and Jason Hamill getting trotted out in windy Chicago, whereas the Mets have Jacob deGrom in Game 3, Steven Matz, Game 4, and then you go back to Harvey Syndergaard for the later games. So, oh, and deGrom would pitch Game 7. I think Harvey's kind of two-faced. Ah, 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 ah. Well, that was the thing, too, because he was known as the Dark Knight in New York. Right. And I was just waiting for, you know, there was some negative press. And I was like, well, where's the Harvey Two-Face cover? And I never saw it. But I also don't live in New York. So that doesn't mean it didn't happen. But it should have. So I'm just saying I feel good about my team. Let me feel good about my team. Chicago, I'm sorry. Okay? I apologize. team is cursed. And... They strike out a lot, and the Mets have these young... They have four pitchers who are good. You have two pitchers who are good, and neither of them pitched well. So, I don't know. You know, it's... And the thing that I'll say, if the Mets do go on to win, and it's an if, you know, I was talking to uh, Mike Miller. Uh, I was on a podcast with our friend Michael Housem. He and Mike Miller do a podcast. Mike Miller is from Chicago, and he let me know that the Cubs fans really didn't want to face the Dodgers in the series. And they're like, no, we're gonna, we want the Mets because we can beat them. Oh. 
But what? I don't know what that logic was because now you're down zero and two, and look, you're you're going back to the friendly confines. But you know, it's a good story. It'll still be a good story when you know you don't go to the World Series. But I think that Cubs fans they wouldn't know what to do. You know, the Red Sox fans. I think there were some that were just were like, no, we need this. I think in Chicago, you know, the lovable losers. Well, if you if you win, you're not the lovable losers anymore. So do you stop being lovable? And I will say, as someone who's not a fan of the Boston Red Sox, you guys win three World Series in five years. It's like, yeah, well, fuck them. I don't need them to win again. <laughs> you know, it's great. It was a great story when they won two, especially because they beat the Yankees in the championship yes. series. That was a great story. And then yes. you know, redemption they, for Aaron yeah. Boone bullshit. But Ugh. then when they win in two thousand seven, you're like, oh, okay, well that was soon, but okay, good for them. And then and then again, and you're like, all right, well that was a good series, but you know enough already. <laughs> so you know, just let me have my time. You know, hey, and don't tell me Cubs fans that a lot of you didn't jump on the White Sox bandwagon in 2005 because you fucking know you did. All right? I saw on the news here, you know, uh, Joe Mantegna has his Taste Chicago restaurant in Burbank and him and George went, Norm! were, you know, pretending that they were White Sox fans in 2005. So I'm sure a lot of you did it. All right? And plenty of you didn't because, people, you know, I've never pretended to be a Yankees fan. I'm just saying... That's because you, you have integrity. You've got, you've got that. And... You know, look, you have all those basketball championships. You know, you're all right. The fucking Blackhawks have, you know, you're okay. You'll be better off. The Cubs will be better off if they don't win. And if they do win, just don't win this year. I don't give a fuck what you do next year. <laughs> you know, and, but, and Felix just... needs this. <laughs> you know, and I need this. So that that's the point I'm trying to make. And sorry, what were you going to say, Coltrane? I was just going to point out also that, I mean, look, I understand that Cubs fans, they want to win. I mean, I remember 2003, how badly I wanted it. Oh, man. But here's But here's just the thing. Everybody in Chicago knew that the Cubs were going to be good in two years. Yeah. Right now. The same, the same thing about the Mets, too. People didn't think they were going to be good this year. Yeah. Both of these teams are good ahead of schedule. Exactly. So it's not like, like the Cubs just like loaded up on a bunch of old talent just to like make this run. Yeah. They sh- they're they're going to be good for be good. a while. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like this is the end for them by yeah. any stretch. No. And uh, it's not a $300 million Dodger. <laughs> Lineup. People get so hey, mad on Twitter hey, when you mention Clamato. When you when you mention the Dodgers payroll, people yeah. on Twitter are like it's not about the payroll. I'm like, no, it's kind of exactly about the payroll. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Spend, when you spend that much you spend money, three hundred million, and your fans can't even pay for your Clamato. Like, come on. <laughs> Well, dude, it's like, it's like listen, fourteen bucks. I mean, listen, it's true, it is a little pricey. Very expensive. I can't be too mad at the Dodgers payroll because the fact that they took on all of the oh Red Sox God. bad contracts oh, allowed you. the Red Sox to win another World they, Series. Just the fact that they good. took Josh Beckett off their hands, <laughs> like, and, and Carl the, Crawford. Th- those yeah, two, both of them. Oh for my me. God, Carl Crawford looked so bad in these playoffs against the Mets, and yeah. like he started in the first game, <laughs> and you're just like. Oh yeah, I don't, I'm like oh, I think I'm supposed to be scared, but I'm not, because it's like if you can get out Adrian Gonzalez, who struck out like his first seven at bats, you don't really, you know, it's like so Justin Turner, who used to be a Met, he played right. so great out of his mind for the Dodgers. He's got his fucking crazy red beard, all that. Well, he's the only guy who was hitting. So so it's like <laughs> oh, I like that guy. Good, he didn't beat us. It's fine. I'm <laughs> we're still we're still cool because if the Dodgers had won, I would have taken a bat to my fucking Justin Turner bobblehead that I got earlier in the season. <laughs> That's right, bobblehead. You would have had it coming. Anyway, so look, you know, you can comment after the fact if I, you know, and you if you're a diehard Cubs fan and you're listening to this after if the series doesn't play out, great. You know what? You you can't take away this moment from me right now. The Mets weren't even supposed to be in the playoffs. They're in the division of the of the Larry O'Connor favorite Washington Nationals. They so, weren't even supposed to get into the playoffs. So this not has even been supposed great. to be here. I'm not today. even supposed to be here today. So are you saying that you are going to allow LOC to jump on your bandwagon right now? Because I I heard through the grapevine that the Mets are now his new favorite team. They've always been his favorite team. Yeah, I, 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 you know, it's a good point. They probably have always been his favorite team. Which, boy, I'd love to talk to him after that uh, Michigan Michigan State game over the weekend. By the that way, that was oh my, it was I, a great I loved game. Watching great Facebook, game. Facebook was amazing. Gosh, everybody's fucking. Did you guys see the video meltdowns? today? And we have to go in a minute. But did you guys see the video? There's there's a guy on the ground in the stands, like he's you know he's on the floor part of the seat, turned away from the field. He's crying so much. Oh. He's got the Michigan hat on. And 
Look, I, I've watched some things that did not feel good as a, as a sports fan, but you've never cried. I, I be honest. Probably, I probably haven't ever cried. I'm not gonna not gonna lie. I don't think I've ever cried. I've never cried even when I lost my perfect season. I was very upset. Yeah, you were very upset. But yeah, not gonna cry. But I'm like, dude, it's a fucking college football game. What are you crying about? And Michigan has sucked for a while. Yeah, this so isn't, it's, not, it's not like they were the Michigan and, of old and this was the first time something shitty happened you recently. You weren't losing the you know, you weren't losing the Rose Bowl or the uh the uh Pep Boys Fiesta Bowl. And uh where where are you going? Oh see, we had we the had Liev uh Liev for a cameo for a second, but uh that's all right. Maybe you he'll come. Head you know, you know what was a lot worse for Michigan? What's that? When they lost to Appalachian State. Yes. Like, why, why don't you cry why don't about you that? Why don't you cry more about don't that? Cry. Exactly. Football. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so we talked all about that. We talked about so much good stuff. We couldn't even get to a great story that we're going to talk about next time. We didn't even touch on Lamar Odom. And boy, is there a lot to say about Wait, that. Wait, is the next episode going to be like all sports again? No, too? it's not. I got... No, no, we talked about Star Wars in this one. Don't forget. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of other stuff to talk about. No, you don't get to go home. <laughs> Sportscast. Plus, you're my ride. You have to stay here for a whole week until we record we next week's episode. We should call this episode, episode, Everybody Puts Agent Starling in the Corner. What? Wait a second. Nobody we, puts Agent Starling no, we in the Corner. Listen, we talked about the fact that, that your grandfather I interrupt you guys Indiana. with inappropriate remarks that were so <laughs> unsports related. <laughs> you got to talk about the Chargers. Yeah. Yeah, as much as I know about that. I watch them on Sundays. <laughs> the Chargers, it. they exist as yeah, a team. They do. They play. That's all you needed. They play never set a record for passes, and they still lost. Anyway, <laughs> so we'll be back uh, next week uh, with another uh, Black Cast. So until then, go to BlackCast.com. Follow us on Twitter, at BlackCast. Like The BlackCast on Facebook. I'm Christian Blad on Twitter at Christian DMZ. Agent Starling at Will Sterling underscore. Coltrane at Coltrane Leaks. Yes. And Captain EO at Jeff Duray. We'll see you next time on the Blackcast. Cast.